Uh, welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. My name is Colin Slager, along with me, Tim Allersmeyer. Tim, how you doing today? I'm fantastic. How you doing, sir? I am great. Uh, so today we got into uh, a few good things. We got into some current events, a lot about uh, plastic surgery. A lot of surgeries going on lately, so we uh, we might have dove a little too far into uh, some of that. Uh, then uh, we get into a little bit about uh, separation from another business of mine, uh, kind of giving into certain things and, and allowing things to work out how they naturally should, even if you disagree with them. Um, and then I talk on uh, something called SARMs, uh, alleged to be a safe alternative to uh, anabolic steroids and is it really tim what else we get into yeah we get into the topic of multitasking uh, multitasking is it a good thing or is it a bad thing so we talk isn't about isn't it efficient hey we'll define that in the episode so one of the biggest things is how you can focus on a certain task you you're you're learning about whether you're reading about something what is the what, what does it mean to have full focus what does it mean to block out all your possible distractions um, the dangers of multitasking, what that kind of can do from a brain and memory perspective and uh, emotional intelligence perspective, um, just in the long run, how that can kind of impact that. So I'm excited to talk about that, and I think you're going to get a lot from this episode. Uh, SARMs, multitasking, uh, just some current events, and I think you'll enjoy it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Dude, so I was, <laughs> so like those big Snapchat stories, you know, like when you scroll to the right, like the global ones? Mm-hmm. There was one the other day that I, I wanted to bring up. This dude, Rodrigo Alves, I hope I said that right, uh, was bullied when he was younger as a teenager and has now dropped hundreds of thousands of dollars in plastic surgery, uh, facelifts, or facelifts, lip injections, all that. Has now removed ribs uh, for the sake of like a thinner waist. Uh, abs are not real, never works out in the gym, um, injections for more muscle tone in the arms, and and things like that, and was quoted saying, um, you know, would rather, uh, let's see, where, let's see, let me find it here. I will do what Caitlyn Jenner did when I reached my late 50s, I would rather be a sexy old lady, lady than a saggy old man. <laughs> so. At least he knows what he wants. There's that. Hey, damn he straight. Or, he or she? Uh, he, he, uh, yeah, Rodrigo is going to go into a sex change uh, in his late 50s. That's when he's going to do it. Yes, but has dropped, according to this, almost a million dollars in surgery. The first question you got to ask is why? What made him him do that in the first place? Well, let's start with the bullying. Mm -hmm. That doesn't help any scenario. That can really fuck some people up, and it's underplayed a lot still. The fact that he invested that much money based on the rude, negative things that people have said. And maybe it wasn't all that. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't 100%, 100% mm-hmm. that. You know, you hear about these stories and people are like, oh, well, I just I feel more natural in that gender. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's some of that. I, I don't know. I haven't experienced that, so I can't speak on that. I don't know what's, what that's like, like if he has some of that. Um, who knows? Or is it just for a lot of looks, too? Mm-hmm. Uh, like they refer to, to him as, like, the human Ken doll. I don't know if that insults him or not, but it's like, look, you can see that it's so apparent, all the mm-hmm. plastic surgery. So it's, I don't know. That's pretty extreme for me. 
he also advised like no one to do what he did because he had a lot of complications along the way. Uh, there was a point in time where his arms were paralyzed from injections, uh, had a bacterial infection from it, something or another. So a lot of negatives that come with that. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it looks fake. Like, yeah. And I've had a couple smaller surgeries here and there, but like, surgery's not fucking fun. I wouldn't want to no. go under the knife that many times. At, 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 it gets to a certain point where it's just another just another day in the office for him. Probably yeah. It's probably nothing. Like, I get dry needled at work, but I don't want injections in my face and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to have bigger arms, I'm going to go to the fucking gym. Put some work in. Yeah. And you, I'm broke, you'd too. That, <laughs> you'd think that any person would be able to make that amount of natural changes to the point where they would be satisfied with their own body. But I guess he reached a point in time where he's like, no. The cost of getting all the surgery without putting in hard work is is worth it. I think. Think about what else you could do with that money. Wow, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot in surgery. Yeah. Could have invested that into the right foods and the right workout programs and nutrition right. to get you to where you want to right. be. Right. You know. <laughs> and then some. Right. Keep your <laughs> ribs. Still, I still have money left. Keep over. your ribs, cuz. Cuz. Damn. Cuzzy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like. I don't know, like, don't start removing things. You know, people have their sex changes, whatever. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do mm-hmm. to your body or not, but I just think, like, removing things like that, like, they're there for a reason. Try to keep those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep the ribs, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on that, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Now there's two Australian sisters who have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on plastic surgery. They're already twins. Okay. They want to look more identical. All right, look, I, I love looking like my brother, but I'm not going to get surgery to look more like him. You know, I'm a handsome devil. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good face for radio, man, I'm telling you. So uh, apparently they're from, they're from Perth. They're almost oh, 30. Okay. They are dating the same man, share a bed, and eat the same type and amount of food. Um, they were dubbed the world's most identical twins after some Japanese television producers uh, and participating in a prank TV show, something or another. Anyways. Are they, you said they're Australian? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I'm, I wasn't sure how all that tied in. Anyways, uh, also want to have kids at the same time by the same man. And they say, like, they get in arguments daily, but they get over it. They're sisters, they're best friends, and everyone loses each other. And I'm just like, this is not a good idea. But that dude's doing something proper, you know. They each want the same man that Two heads are better than one, I I guess. uh, mm, In this instance? uh, Hard telling. I don't know about this case. Maybe not this case. It's just... I'm trying to see it from their point of view. Would you want to just, deal with that much extra, though, too? Right. Yeah, like, what? Like, how does the guy... So like, that, like you this? do not want to be in the middle of that. <laughs> I wonder how... Like, you know, every relationship is going to have its, its, its struggles and stuff. But like, twin sisters, I, I don't know if that's the play. You know, you hear about people with these open relationships. I could never do it. I just think it's, it would not work out just I don't know but this is a very very bad idea (laughs) but like I said must be doing something proper here but 
I, again, it just it looks so fake. I can't deal with it. Like, you ugh. got a picture up right now? Yeah, here you go. I show Those are the sisters there. <laughs> like, incredible. Wear the exact same things, talk the same way, eat the same food, eat the same amount of food. It's like, what do you two gotta still be motherfucking hungry? So they fight with each other. They've got to fight with the guy too. Oh, I'm sure. So you got. I'm sure. I, I didn't, you know, dive too too much into it. Um, kind of felt dumber almost after reading some of this stuff. But uh, so when they have when they each have their babies that they're supposed to have at the same time, are they going to make them identical then? I'm assuming that's how the natural process. Dude, has I to didn't work, even right? think about that. That's a scary fucking thought. <laughs> I feel bad for the next generation. Oh my goodness. They're going to, hopefully they're raised right. Yeah, what are they going to do with their kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if they each have one kid? What's what going to go what on, if, like... What if one of them has twins and the other doesn't? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep. Then, that guy's going to have to keep trying until she has twins. But then her twins are going to be behind to the other twins, and they won't be the same age twins. See? Lose-lose situation here. Not a good idea. I'm just throwing it out there. Nope. Not at all. I concur. I I wish this man well. Was this in the Snapchat stories too? No, no. This was... uh, I heard about this on another podcast, so I had to look this up because this was wild. I was like, what is going on in today? And uh, yeah, man. This was... uh, I'm reading this one on the Daily Mail. UK. Daily Mail. Whew. Not a good idea. Just... Reiterating one more time, not a good idea. Somebody Do you think this is a good someone, idea, Tim? No, I don't. Someone needs to talk some <laughs> if sense you can't tell, I don't think this is going to end well. That dude needs to get out of that. <laughs> Let what the if, girls be crazy with each other. Yeah, you're right. What if the one doesn't have twins and one does? Yeah. What if they don't? What if they both don't have twins? Yeah. Are they hell bent on that? Oof! Yikes! Scary. Yeah, just uh. You know, avoid situations like that, or try mm-hmm. to. I know love is love, but try to avoid certain situations if you mm-hmm. can. If you're that guy, like, do they have a contract? Like, he, you have to spend a certain amount of time with her, a certain amount of time with the other one. It's time to, to spend, move on. Good lord! <laughs> oh my goodness! Talk about multitasking, <laughs> dude. I guys are already bad enough at multitasking mm-hmm. with with our woman. Yeah. And not saying having both women is multitasking, but you can see how that could go. Right. Guys are already kind of big, dumb idiots mm-hmm. with that stuff with one woman. With two, you're going to get it twice as bad. That dude's yeah. just going to spread too, way too thin, I think. Right. Trying to please both women, same time, in the same exact ways. Can you tell them apart? I wonder. I don't gotta know. Be able to. Maybe, maybe. Every time he, he comes home from work, she's got to announce who she is whenever she talks to him. Right, right. <laughs> oh sh! I just closed out. Like, I forgot what their names were. But it's like, Tina here. <laughs> Tina, you're talking. Question. T- Tina reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Tina out. That's a crazy story you found. We have to bring another another one oh of those types gosh. of stories just, for next time. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
but you would think like I would want some differences like I would want I would never do this but if I were dating two women at the same time I would want something to change when I go back and forth Mm -hmm. in between the two I want something to be different he's getting the same thing all the time twice a day like from the two people like it's just it's always the same the same food same amount of food kids at the same time by the same man it's all the same add a little flavor flavor buddy yeah did it say how long they were together for no i i had enough i closed out of it yeah yeah no, no, no. <laughs> all right all right all right i mean to each their own happiness look yeah, exactly. if they're all happy fine i just mm-hmm. i don't know if i mentioned i just don't know if it's that great of an idea no okay all right i just wanted to make sure it was out there but anyways, yeah, also multitasking. Not, uh, not a strong suit uh, for most people. I think women are able to do it better. Um, I don't know if that's a biological makeup or, you know, like women have a naturally higher pain tolerance because mm-hmm. they have to, like, go through uh, childbirth. But I don't know if, like, multitasking, if they're just naturally superior or they just, like, or if that's, like, built in, you know what I mean? Right. But I think they're just generally better at it anyways. No matter how it is, they're just better at it. Because mm-hmm. I can't do, like, two things at once. I don't know. Are you I, a good I multitasker? Read, I, I read something somewhere where I think women, like, biologically, I don't know why this is, but their their vision fields are wider. Like, they can they can look forward and see more out of their peripheral than a guy can. Really? Is, do you think it's a maternal thing? I don't. It could be. I don't. Maybe it's just because of the way that's that's been. I'm not, I'm not getting sexist here, but that's kind of been just their role throughout history is to manage the household, manage the kids, okay. manage everything going on. I don't. And so it might be maternal. Yeah. So I, I I think that's always just been their role throughout history, and I think it's just been. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I just read somewhere. I think it was in the emotional intelligence book okay no no, not emotional intelligence body language book okay uh, by barbara peace they talk about that's why women are able to multitask better is because they can see they can see more at once well that would make sense too. think about like wildlife mm-hmm. like a bear and her cubs right you get too close like i'm sure like you don't always see where the mama bear is probably somewhere doing something even though there's other senses i'm sure their scope of vision has to be wider too because they're looking out for the cubs. Mm-hmm. I would think. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting though. I did not know that. Yeah. I think that's why. But. Huh. Yeah. But. Next time I see my mom back, mom, can you see this over here? Can you see my finger <laughs> come this far? Yeah. And that's Let me know when I leave your line of sight here. That's why, and they're also able. Women are also able to pick up on emotions a lot easier than other people. Like, you know how you, you mentioned it with the Australian twins example, but, I mean, guys are big dummies. I mean, that's not the truth, but it's right. also... Right, I was making, but like, kind of joking. At, at, the <laughs> sa- at the same time, though, guys aren't, in general aren't as good at, like, reading feelings as women are. Right, like, women, Th- that's what I was kind of joking at. Like, women can, women can... We have sense, to work harder. Women can sense the change in feelings. Yeah, not, I'm not bashing the male race. Yeah. No, never, <laughs> never. But no, it's 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 not now. Women not can read emotions a little better, I think. That's where. Oh, absolutely. Are, well, they're they're more. They have like, they're better with empathy, mm-hmm. and, and and 
things like of that nature. So it's it does make sense. Yeah, right. you know, guys want to brush it off or be a little mm-hmm. tougher, and you know, that's just it's how it is. It's how we right. are. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I read something this morning though that multitasking isn't always a good thing though. What is that? Um, it, it was an article I saw on LinkedIn. It says humans humans have a limited capacity in terms of simultaneous thought meaning like we can only digest enough information at a single point in time when we have two different things we're trying to worry about if that makes sense okay like yeah. what i'm trying to say is we have so many distractions going on in our life with with phones with ipads with with tv but at the same time we want to get other things done and read at the same time i know a lot of times i wanted to watch a football game but also study or read something at the same time, which is good because in my mind, I think I'm getting a lot more done. Like I'm, I'm able to, I'm watching this game, I'm enjoying this game, but I'm also feeding my mind with knowledge. But they say in the long run, that's not always the best thing for you to do to multitask. Not retaining anything. Right. Cause like they say doing like multitasking can reduce efficiency and mental performance because of the fact that our brain can only digest and remember information if we focus on it at a single point in time. So you're sacrificing your capacity to learn by having something else going on in the background, whether it's uh, a TV, uh, whether it's looking at your phone on your desk. Like even, even your phone laying on your desk when you're studying face down is still a distraction. I'm sure people have heard that before um, because you feel a certain tie to it. You feel a certain connection to it, like, a, like a, it's, it's grabbing at your brain. And you're thinking about it, even though you're reading something or studying something or fo- dedicating time to something, you do have that part in your brain where... Like what's going on like, right now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have, have you ever felt that when you've been oh, yeah. reading something? Like, or Oh, did someone get back to me on something? Mm-hmm. Oh, did someone send me anything? Yeah. Uh, or like, what's going on on this social media? What am I missing right now? Mm-hmm. It's bad. Right. It's really bad. So I'm trying to trying to be better. Like we've talked about in the mornings, especially, but I'm really trying to be better at night and not looking at a screen right before I go to sleep. Right. Some nights I'm still really bad, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, yeah, I, and I'm trying to read more. I had a little break from reading cause we were going through our, our podcast business transitions and such, but I've definitely had that where I'm like, Hmm, kind of curious right now. What's, what's going on on the phone? Yeah. So, and just yeah. learning, like, if you're reading something or studying something, to just focus on that. Because there's a difference, like, that, that brain book I talk about. It says you're more likely to, to remember information if you digest the information in multiple different ways at once. What that means is, I've said it before, is, like, if you're reading or studying something and you have, like, classical music without words going on in the background or, like, a certain smell like a candle or something in the background. That's good. That can add to your ability to learn something. But it, com- it when you get like a certain different type of distraction, distraction in the background, mm. like a TV talking, like, yeah. s- like s- words or information, the more information that's coming from a different source at the same time, the less likely you're going to be remembering the information you're focusing on primarily. Makes sense. Like commentators talking about football. Yeah even music with any type of words in it. That's why when I read, like, I can't, I need to have, like, classical music in the background that's just, like, the, the pitch. and the, It's just the instrumental. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I try to, that's what I used to do in, in school, too, and now it's just, 
If I'm reading, I can't have anything going on. Oh, your your blank noise. Yeah, oh, when okay. when I'm when I'm reading. Um, when it was stuff in school, like stuff I really didn't want to read, I would do the same. Or like film scores, like Pandora or something like that, where it'd be uh, soundtracks um, or classical, yeah, to where there's no words, so I'm not distracted. But now when it's stuff, like I, I set a time for myself to actually read because I want to read it, mm-hmm. then I need nothing. Right. Like I just, I can't do it. Um, it's another distraction for me. It's another incentive. Oh, I, I got this music going. Let me check my phone too. Now when I'm doing like writing blogs and things and, and doing research, I'll have maybe, you know, some chill house going on to where there's some vocals in it or some chill hip hop, but it's a calmer vibe. It's not like someone trying to go in, you know, and bump. Like I'm working, but I like music too. Uh, I've tried to work with a podcast going before. Doesn't work. It's tough. Yeah. Doesn't work because then I either get too in depth in thought in what I'm reading and writing, and completely miss like five minutes of podcast and good info. So I got to rewind it, or I do the opposite and get lost in what they're talking about on the podcast and completely neglect my work. Mm-hmm. So I can't. Those are two. I just I can never do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. It's tough. It's a discipline thing. What are, what are some things that you, I mean, obviously it's a discipline thing. It's separating yourself from your phone, but is there anything that you do to keep yourself focused when you're, when you're writing something or reading something like mentally, any common practices that you do every time to stay focused and eliminate distractions? Right now, I, I mean, the best I have is like, I, I put myself in a situation where it's just me. Mm-hmm. So like if I have to shut my door, excuse me, um, whatever it is, I need to be on my own to start with. Mm-hmm. And then if I know exactly what I need to finish um, before I start kind of um, just jacking off, not doing anything, like, okay, I need to get this done first. Or even if it's, okay, how disciplined am I being right now and where do I want to be in this much time with the business or myself? So it, what am I putting my time towards at the current moment? Am I working or not to get to where I want to be? Right. I also have some of those lately to where it's like, all right, am I actually walking the walk or am I doing a little more talking right now and not working as hard as right. I could be? and you know, mess around on my phone or... Is your phone in reach? That was the next question I was gonna ask. Is your phone usually within reach of when yeah, you're doing that? Yeah, it's usually in reach. And I usually, like I always keep it on vibrate. Mm-hmm. The the ring uh, pisses me off yeah. or text too. So it's on vibrate. I usually have it face down on my nightstand. And you know, if I get like halfway through an article, I might check it for five, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. then finish the next half. And I really shouldn't even do that because then it... Um, Why do you say that? It just ruins my concentration. Mm-hmm. It does. I remember in school, uh, an upperclassman told us once that even if you're reading something and your phone lights up and you look at it, it'll take, I think it's like close to 10 minutes to get that same focus back, even from just glancing over at it. Like that focus is all gone. Mm-hmm. You have to get that back now. 
even just looking at it. You didn't even touch your phone. Just face up. It, it glowed. You looked gone. Right. Just like that. So I have a few thought things that go through my mind when I work like that, but I don't have actual tangible practices. It's more of right. internal things like, okay, am I working or not working? Mm-hmm. Am I getting after it or not? So do I, am I going to earn what I want and deserve that via my hard work or am I not doing shit? Right. So I have those thoughts too, um, okay. which aren't, not everyone's going to have those cause, so that's not as helpful. But yeah, I could put my phone on the other side of the room. That would be a better practice. Um, set a, a timeline. Say, okay, I want to have half of this researched and written in the next 30 minutes. I want to take a five-minute break, and I want 30 minutes for the back half. Ooh, so I, I should like do that. that. That would be better. Or that five minutes, maybe you get up and you stretch. Mm-hmm. Stretch for 10 minutes, and yep. then do another 30. Those would be better tangible practices because then that's a lifestyle change too, forcing you to move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just move a little. Yeah. You know. So if you're sitting and working, you're in, you're deep in something. Get a stopping point, and get up and move. Right. When I uh, when I sit down and do cold call telemarketing, when I sit down and have a list of people I want to call on the phone, mm-hmm. after every fi- fifteen calls is when I stop and do like a five minute stretch break. Oh, nice. That's good. Going off what you said. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that. I've gotten better at if I have free time at work, which is very little these days, but which is good. But if I have, you know, 15, 10, 15 minutes in between patients, I'll do my own rehab stuff. Like I'll stretch this or that, or I'll f- go after this dysfunction, that dysfunction. If this is tight, I'll roll this out or, or work on this or have one of our other docs pick on something for a while. Like, hey, can you just do this for five minutes? Pick on my shoulder, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm trying yeah. to be better about when I have that free time. It, as long as like my next day is planned out, that's what I try to hit first and uh, then I'll, I'll stretch it if both docs are with patients there's nothing for me to do at that time then I'll try and stretch and kind of rehab myself still because mm-hmm. if we, we've talked about if one of us go out then we can't help other people so we need to make sure that ourselves are in prime condition which they're not right so that's good but yeah trying to to be better about that movement too is like we talked about a resolution. I want to stretch more. I need to up my flexibility a lot this year. Mm-hmm. It's a bad. I'm 25. It's bad. So I don't want to be fucked by the time I'm 30. Right. From not stretching. And I think you're in the right. Easy to do, easy to not do. You yeah. know, the slight edge. And you're in the right mindset, though. You look at it like, hey, I want to improve on this every day. And I can tell that you got that mindset with it. And you've got the presence of mind to be like, hey, I don't want to be like this when I'm 30. So you have you have kind of a, a motivation to not be something, and that's kind of driving you to improve your, your stretching every day. Right. right. I can tell that. So, anyways, yeah. So. Multitasking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, I think the biggest struggle everyone faces is how do I sit down and read something or learn something or self-invest in something without having a distraction like that? And I think to know if you had a productive session in doing that, I think you can always ask yourself these two questions. What did I do to improve during this session? 
what specific thing did I do? And then am I making progress toward what I want to learn about? Did I do that in this time period? I think that's a, it's a good way to kind of check yourself to make sure that you're, you're, you're eliminating distractions and at least getting something out of what you're trying to read. Because I think self-investment is the most important thing you do every day. And oh, by far. The quality of that is, is important. And I myself try to charge my phone or have it in a place where I can't like necessarily reach it because I know it's easy to like we're accessible people like we like to get back to people as soon as we can sometimes I forget but just having that phone next to me reassures me that I'll be able to get respond to people in an effective way and it puts me at a peace of mind but there's nothing better than a peace of mind of being like hey I didn't look at my phone for an hour and I re- I put all my thought and my time and my energy into learning this task right here Right. I think you're going to take so much more from it. Then you feel better after, too. Yeah, for sure. I do, at least. And it, like, and you, you just, you, you, and there's a lot more to take from your phone when you get back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to, like, there's, there'll be, you'll, you'll just find that you won't be as mindless picking up your phone if you haven't looked at it in a while. Sure. I guess, what I'm saying. No, that makes sense. So. Yeah. It's hard when, like, there's work to be done on your phone too. That's what I hate. <laughs> like having to manage the social medias like for the podcast and mm-hmm. and I do it for my uh, rehab job as well, you know, for the office. And those things like I have to be on social media for those. Mm-hmm. Like we have to do the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook for the, the podcast too. Like it's... I'm trying to be wary about when I go on to do work and when I go on to kind of leisure. Yeah. You got to define that time. Yes. And that is very tough. It's very tough because you can just, oh, click, click. I'm going to see what's going on on mine too. Mm -hmm. So, but lately I catch myself just checking out the business one. Yeah. I want to see how it's doing. (laughs) Yeah. And and I've spoken, we've talked about this before off air like our timeline of the people we follow on off the domes account it's so much more enriching material it's so much more like value i guess condensed value just better stuff for you than like my personal one where i'm following anybody and everybody on the face of the earth yeah just a lot more there's good to it but there's also just so many things that i don't need to see or some right i don't know i just feel like the quality of what we follow on off the domes a lot better than what Oh, for sure. I follow at least on mine, my personal. Timbers 15. Agreed. Yeah. And on the, on the Twitter, too, I try to follow all the big news outlets mm-hmm. just so we get it all. Yeah. Can compare, see what's what's going on, what's not, what's maybe omitted here, not there, and then we can have our own deductive reasoning and logic with it mm-hmm. rather sure. than believe truth from one side. As always being truth. Yeah. Because that's an issue too. So I like when we can formulate our own uh, conclusion with, with issues and things going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, anything else going on multitasking-wise? That was good. I like that. No, I, I, it's, it was definitely something that was on my mind, that's been on my mind like the last couple of weeks. Like, hey, like, I, I feel like I've been doing a lot of reading but and studying, but how, how quality has it been? Because I, cause I, I go in loops of, of 
looking at my phone more, but I just felt like lately I've been looking at my phone more than I should when I've been reading, and it's, and I'm glad that we talked about it this morning, especially when I saw that article this morning, so I was like, hey, we should, yeah. we should talk about a little bit to that. Nice. Yeah, and it's, like we talked about, allocating time to where it's going to be most optimal for you if you're working with a partner, for them, him or her, respectful of their time and efforts and what you really think you're called to do. Like, and you got to sacrifice things. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just had that just this week, you know, with the, the other digital agency business that I'm part of, uh, being a, an owner in both this and that, there was an alleged conflict and uh, it, it came down to there would be no equity in that. And so not much time or effort put towards that anymore. And with you and me, we're, we're half and half on this, and that's, that's a big deal because of what I believe this can turn into. Mm-hmm. You know, not to sound cocky. I'm just, I think there's a lot of things we say that people may benefit from, whether it's now or six months from now, when they go back and listen to some of these early ones, really get a gist of what, what we're trying to do here. It's like, man, yeah, I feel I feel that. Like, I'm going through that. Like, it might not be big in the grand scheme, but my short window right now, I just I need someone to just get it. Or just say, yeah, it's easier said than done because everyone's telling me, oh, do this, this, and this. Or just someone to say, it's always easier said than done. Yeah. So it, it, it was an unfortunate um, but very civil, healthy, beneficial uh, conversation and, and split. Uh, you were there for that conversation, so you know it's. I have a bad, bad tendency to try to spread myself too thin. Mm-hmm. You and I both. Always, my whole life. I don't know what it is. College. I remember my last semester of college. I had an internship, two on-campus jobs, trying to finish school, apply for jobs, find something. You know, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm trying to be equity partners in two businesses and help grow another as my main job. I can do a lot of integral things for that business too to help keep it running. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it might have just been God's way of saying, hey, this is too much. It might not be what you think is is best now, but it's, it's too much for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, more focus and even more work on, on this stuff, which I love, love dearly. And... I really do get a lot of fulfillment from this as well. Right. So it's, you know, if you got to you gotta give up something or if you don't want to, think you can fight through it. You know, it's sometimes, you know, we've, we've talked about fighting resistance because resistance likes us to give up on things. And I don't think this was that, just a, a directional change that I kind of need to give into mm-hmm. I think sometimes we need to give in to certain things and let things go right. so now it's me giving into okay not really what I had in mind because I had big visions for that company as well mm-hmm. and a lot of time and, and efforts and talents and uh, things put towards that that was part of just it was just harder but like i said i think long run it's maybe me getting the message of hey slow down a little bit 
mm-hmm. and give in to this and let it just be that. So, right. and obviously, like, he's our boy. Like, you know, mine and his friendship is, is worth more than that. But, yeah. Oh, man. Friendship, goes, just, friendship goes You know me, I, I like to, I love business too. Mm. Man. And I think yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, like, you got to put yourself in the best position that's going to allow you to help the most people. Do you, th- I mean, it, do you look at it like that too? Like, do you look at it like, because obviously I, I think you don't want to spread yourself thin. You want to do something that's going to allow you to devote the necessary resources and time and passion to help the most amount of people in effect. But how did you look at it from that regard, I guess? I was looking at it in terms of, I believe we are and can help a lot of people doing this. And I believed with that I could help people differently in terms of helping them grow their business via our branding and marketing skills and IT web development. He's a killer with that. And so I saw us helping people grow their businesses to where they wanted it to be or also never thought it could go. Mm-hmm. And in turn, excuse me, improve their quality of life, whether it be relieve financial stress, help them get to a point where they can hire more people to free up more time to where they can spend more time with their families, mm-hmm. perhaps. Because as an entrepreneur, look, I see it every day where my boss gets there early, goes home late. He's got two kids and a wife too, you know. Help someone get to a point where they can hire more to have more free time. So I looked at it in terms of doing that for people rather than just making money doing their marketing. Mm-hmm. Like I saw as helping change their life by helping their business. Okay. So that makes sense. I guess I looked at it a little differently. Yes, I want to make money. And the wealthiest people have seven different forms of income. Mm-hmm. And I also saw that as that as me diversifying my own personal portfolio. But being ground level trying to co-found like two businesses at the same time also tough to do yeah a lot of trench work behind the scenes that has to be put into both and then it's me staying up later or and not sleeping as much which isn't healthy for me personally Mm -hmm. and we tend to treat ourselves worse than we treat other people sometimes too (laughs) so think about training wise yeah as a personal trainer, I was healthier with other people than I was when I trained myself sometimes, sometimes doing too much. So I, I looked at it in a couple different ways. Um, yeah, and that, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's if anyone's thinking like, man, I might be too thin, but I think I got this, reassess it. Really look at it. And deep down, what do you really know? Like, what's your gut really telling you? Like, it's like, oh, man, it might be too much. I don't want to give it up. I get it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to give in to some things. And if you don't, maybe at some point the opportunity is just going to come to you and the door is going to shut for you. Right. So. It's true. Let, letting things just be how they're supposed to be. But, yeah, it, it's, you know, it stinks. But, like I said, there, there's no no bad blood. It's not like. No one fucked anyone over or anything like right. that. You know, it's it's how I had to go down. Still friends at the end of the day. Oh, of course. I mean, That's all that matters. 
Hung out with him last night. Mm-hmm. Had some drinks, shot some pool. Yeah. Watched some football. Yeah. Disappointing game, but. <sighs> Could have been a lot better. Seen a lot better, too. That was the bummer. It's like watching when Butler plays down. It's like, man, I've seen better. You're better than this. But, you know, a lot yeah. of pressure on all those people, too, from college to pro. A lot of pressure. That we like, don't ourselves feel. Yeah, and that's tough. Like, taking all the ridicule. Think about Cody Parkey. Like, man, people that's don't understand, sad. like, oh, he, he gets paid millions, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, he's still a person. Think about how much that sucks. Like, his interview, he talked about letting his team down. Like, you don't want anyone to feel that because how many opportunities were missed? I didn't watch that whole game. So, like, what were the turnovers? Mm. Were there any offsides? Yeah. You know, how many times did you shoot yourselves in the foot before we blame a kicker? Right. There were like, a lot, did of, the things whole that, game lot was, of things that led up to that. Was everything perfect mm-hmm. except for that kick? Yeah. Everything. So, yeah, man. Sports. Try it. <laughs> uh, so, um, anyways, we were talking about. Uh, uh, we also talked about some uh, at breakfast stuff I've been researching. So I've been hearing a lot about. It's called SARMs. As a alleged healthier alternative to anabolic steroids. Okay. So SARMs, selective androgen receptor modulators. What. Uh, and I might ruin some of the, the science here. Um, I'm going to try to do my best to make sure I understood it correctly. Because it was talking hormonal things and such. And so what they basically do um, is they still can do a lot of similar things steroids can do. They're in charge of helping free testosterone and the hormone, hormones that are in charge of, say, the deeper voice. Uh, muscle gain, fat loss, things like that. So they have an affinity for tissues like muscle and bone, um, but say not for others like prostate, liver, brain, as much as uh, steroids might. So they might have a lesser degree of effects. Some like to say that there are no negative side effects from taking SARMs. Whenever I hear there's no negative side effects, I'm going to go look for negative side effects. Right, there's it's Every time. No. There's never none. Don't ever tell me something is, there's nothing bad from mm-hmm. doing it or if it's too much. Look, okay. there's bad things from drinking too much water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like Surprisingly. Shit. Um, What'd you find? So, let's start with, and this was consistent. read a lot of articles from what other people have written to, to studies, and it is used for people primarily with some type of degenerative disease or atrophy caused by commonly cancer. So where your muscle tissue, you just, you atrophy because all the, the chemo, the treatments, you just, you have no strength. So SARMs have been used for that, uh, things for osteoporosis. Uh, so to, it can help improve bone density and it is primarily sold for research. So it is not, um, under any advisement by the FDA, it's not regulated. Who knows what's in half the stuff they approve, quote unquote, of anyway. But I, I wouldn't, because someone fairly close to me was talking about just going on a SARM cycle, dealing with some injuries, feeling smaller, not getting in the gym as much, just getting super frustrated and wanting things now. 
and it's easy to get down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, uh, these guys, these docs down down here in this practice, because I was like, man, these dudes are huge. He was showing me some of their different uh, therapies and such that, that they do. I was like, all oh, these dudes are monsters. He's, a, he's like, yeah, they're all in SARMs. And so I was like, what's all that? And so What's he was that? kind of telling me. And like, yeah, there's no negative side effects. Okay. All right. You're telling me it's a supplement for my body to increase muscle mass naturally. And there's no negative side effects. None. All right. Let's Detect- test this out. Put your detective Slager hat on. Right. So I, uh, everything I've found, and look, there are still cases where people's natural production of testosterone has lessened due to taking SARMs. And they, yes, in many cases, bounce back a little faster than people trying to get off true anabolics, but you're still messing with natural levels, natural production. Before anything like this, before any supplementation, before even your BCAAs that you see people drink all day, every day, also not good for you. Don't drink that shit all day. It's called water. Okay, let's sack up and drink some high-quality H2O. Um, before you start supplementing heavy, dropping money on this and that, understand first what it may potentially do to you. You know, Find anecdotal evidence, too, because that's, I think, anecdotal, anecdotal evidence is undervalued uh, because there's a lot of studies on rats and mice. They have similar effects to things as humans do. And... But make sure everything else is on point first. How's your food? How's your sleep? How's, how's your, are you drinking a lot of booze? Um, you know, how is everything? How's your programming w- with your workouts? Like, is it, is it well thought out? Or are you just throwing a bunch of weight around, getting a good pump where you want it and calling it a day? Are you methodical with your lifts? Are you using the correct muscles? Are you compensating anywhere? How, how's your form? How, how does everything feel when you're working? Uh, so I'd say nail all those foundational things down first before you start looking into any supplementation, especially something like this to where I don't think it is researched enough where I would confidently want to give it to anyone or advise anyone to take them. Mm-hmm. I would not advise anyone to take them at this point. I don't, think, I don't think there's enough research done. I think we're still figuring out what it can do beneficially and negatively. And if it's being used more so for uh, people with things like osteoporosis, atrophy from cancer, I don't fall in that in either of those categories. I hope I never do. Not going to right. you know, But if it's, being used, being, yeah, if, trying it's, to if it's being used for things like that, that is an extreme measure. So why am I seeing consistently it's used for extreme measures and now we're thinking it's a safe alternative for anabolic steroids? Think about that. A safe alternative to anabolic steroids. <laughs> I mean, look, there are people who can do steroids safely under really good advisement and not have permanent issues. That, that can be done. If you have the resources, uh, the means, you know, the people... Um, you know, sure, it can be done. I'm not saying it can. I'm not telling you to do it, not to do it. It's your body. But I think before you start going down that route, check off all the big boxes first. Mm. But, yeah, with SARMs, I, I don't think there's enough 
research done to confidently say that there are no negative side effects. Right. What? Why and would you I, expose yourself as to any of that in the first place when there's other alternatives? Right. Right. To even that in the first place to and, get to where you want to be. You know, some things uh, it referred to as male pattern baldness, acne. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said can mess with some natural levels as well. So th- there's just a handful of things that that I'd rather not risk it. You know, I'm I'm a gambling man, but not with some things. <laughs> right. And uh, it it just yeah I I'd rather check off the big boxes first. So it's good. Um, yeah, I've just I wanted to to bring it up because I know you're really into your training. I'm into mine, mm-hmm. and and this is becoming a very common thing where again like most things in the fitness industry i think are being just blasted and portrayed as one way and it's so good for you and it's so all for the look and it's like some people may never have any side effects from it some people might not have a negative side effect from SARMs, from steroids anything right that's also genetics that's not that's not you and me that's not everybody like you can really mess yourself up Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think just right now focus on other things. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, it's just something that that I, I like to be wary of. I like people um, to be wary of, you know, with anything there's good and bad. So mm-hmm. make sure you understand if you're going to start taking anything, make sure you either really know what you're doing or you have someone to well advise you to do it and make sure – everything is in pristine order before you go down that route. Okay, yeah, let me ask you this. There's a lot of things, you got SARMs, you got pre-workout. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that is advertised that you can put in your body to accompany a workout plan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you would agree with that. Yeah. Where do you, if you're going out there and doing research on your own, where do you actually like draw the line and be like, hey, like, is this good for me to put in my body? Like, where do you draw the line? Because obviously things, Things affect, you just said it a couple minutes ago, things affect different people in different ways. So what, I mean, what's a healthy way to go about it in research? Is it, is it just like food, like going out and researching food? Is it the same type of thing? Well, I, th- I think you start with, do you have any intolerances or allergies? Let's start there. Okay. So for me personally, I can't do dairy, may or may not be having issues with gluten. I got a lot of my mom's genetics she just recently found out she has an issue with gluten and is having some some bone density issues too and she she weight trains she's healthy as a horse like she shouldn't be having these issues and so she's messing with that and thinking that could be adding to it so Mm -hmm. i'm trying to now ease my way off of that too so dairy anything whey whey protein whey isolate uh, non-fat dry milk, uh, anything like that, uh, I cannot do. Um, anything with soy, I mean, I'm not going to go down the soy rabbit hole right now, but I, I try to stay away from that as well. Soy also contains gluten, so if you can't do gluten, you can't do soy. Um, so I'd say make sure that you understand uh, what kind of deficiencies um, with, with with food or micronutrients, macronutrients, what, whatever you're struggling with, Make sure you understand what is going to be most optimal for you. Okay, that makes sense. So, yes, I think start with the food, then move to the supplementation. So, um, you know, I've tried some egg white protein uh, powders that are really good. 
that don't have any bad things. I also steer away from how much artificial ingredients are in what you're going to be taking. So do you have a lot of artificial sweeteners, um, flavors, things like that? There have been studies uh, with those that have negative effects on on mice in they saw an increase with I forget the if it's an enzyme or a certain chemical that was increased after a certain duration of artificial sweetener exp exposure and that chemical or enzyme is found in Alzheimer's patients mm, the, the link yes okay. so try to really stay away from anything artificial like that any of that bad shit um, especially if is a pre-workout loading it with sugar and caffeine or is it um, there's certain roots to that are the actual, sugar the sugar is definitely yeah. something to look at watch sugar and caffeine because they might be putting four cups of coffee in one scoop of your pre-workout no wonder you feel so jacked up and jittery so watch that too yep and look with anything from food to supplementation the shorter the ingredients list most likely the better so if it's got a mile long list of ingredients mm, mm. I'm already going to question it just yes judging a book by its cover 100% so those are a few things that I would watch out for and if there are some, some things that you're not sure what they do you're going to have to research look it up Yeah. how much do you really care Yeah. or do you just care about maybe getting some benefit because supplementation, they can pixie dust that shit. I forget if it's 0.01 or 0.001%, they can put anything in something of that little amount and le legally say, yep, it's in there. Such a small amount, it's not gonna do anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, it's it, it stinks because there are good companies out there with good product that is natural, not artificial, um, unless you have a specific thing you can't do in the ingredients, they're not harmful effects. So th those are a few things that I, I like to watch out for with supplementation, uh, which I really don't do much of. Like I have a, a plant-based uh, protein powder, and that's it. I throw in my smoothies and stuff, and sometimes I'll cook with maybe, but I don't do much outside of that. Your amino acids you're going to get from a well-balanced diet already. I could see if, if your food's really good and things like that, if you want to do some creatine here and there, I could see some benefit to that, you know, uh, monohydrate, pure form. But all the other stuff, I mean, if, you know, if you can't get enough energy from, like, a cup of coffee, then find something else to use as a pre-workout maybe. Like mm -hmm. I like I have a list of priming movements and exercises I do before I lift. That kind of wakes everything up a little bit, so I feel ready to, to whether it's going to be squat. Like oh, I'm a little tired today. Um, maybe I'll, I'll prime if I still don't feel awake yet. Maybe I don't squat right away. Maybe I go visit it later, or maybe I don't do it that day. Mm -hmm. If you're really exhausted and you still just want to go move, don't do a whole lot. Maybe you do a little bit of arms if you want to do legs maybe do like a, a couple sets of light something hit some calves i don't know just do some light stuff to get moving or do smaller body parts that's why i said maybe some arms and shoulders do a little lighter day if you just want to move or just do mobility and stretching walk for a little bit bike for a little bit stretch sauna call it a day 
So l- listen to your body too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes sense. Not to rant on you there, listen, but listen but yeah. to your body. No, I, I, that's a good takeaway. Listen to your body because everyone's body's different. Everyone, yeah, everything reacts to things in different ways. Yeah. So from training to you nutrition, feel. you're going to be different than the next person. Right. If you feel like you're making progress and you feel better, then keep doing it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, with training, though, avoid those plateaus. Once you get good at something, move on. Because people tend to, ooh, I got good at this. Let me hammer this. Let me move up weight in this. Mm-hmm. That's when you need to change. Right. Because your body got efficient doing that. So if you're doing, like, strength sets where you're doing four or five sets of two to three reps for strength, run that for four to six weeks, change it up. Or less than that. Three to five weeks, change it up. I like it. So, yeah. Uh, always just be be aware of what's going on and what's going in. Tim, I'm ready to wrap this uh, this one up, buddy. How you doing? Good. No, I was gonna see. Uh, I was gonna make sure you got all your thoughts out about that. And yeah, I think I got some thoughts out of this I, one. I think that's good. We, we, <laughs> we, we talked a lot of a lot of good things today about multitasking, focusing, um, what you can do to kind of stay on task and get the most value out of what you're you're focusing on and learning at the moment, as well as some things about. Uh, the types of things you can put in your body from a workout standpoint, nutrition standpoint. And got a lot of good things. And we talked about plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> a lot about plastic surgery. Talked a lot of plastic yeah, surgery. It was a good episode. <laughs> you got anything else on your end? You want to shout brother. out to everyone? Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, for listening. As always, appreciate your time. Um, thanks for giving us a shot to, to hopefully add some value to the fundamental areas of your everyday life. Tim, anything else? Keep on making progress small improvements every day don't compare yourself to the people you see every day on your instagram timeline or at the gym but compare yourself to who you were yesterday and how you can kind of build on who you were yesterday that's the thing that's going to make you the most happiest it's the thing i did on boom and we're out <laughs>